Hello and welcome back to the Art of Conversation. Today we have Revital Moses. Revital is an immigrant from India to Israel. She's a content creator, a YouTuber, and an authentic communicator. We talk about how she gets feedback from the content she creates. Even though she's creating conversations through her content, we also talk about the importance and the necessity for in-person relationships and conversations for her. We talk about the art of editing and scripting. And so anybody who's interested in a world of content creation and how a authentic communicator can actually create content that creates conversations, this is a wonderful episode. Welcome to the Art of Conversation. I'm Aaron Wogelinter. And I'm Chaim Simcha. Nowadays, we are constantly communicating and in conversation with everyone around us. We are two extroverts and conversation lovers exploring the depths of human connection, communication, and the soft skills needed on a daily basis. This is the Meta Conversation, a conversation about conversations. So tune in and join the conversation. So with that, welcome Revital to the show. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. I appreciate being here with you guys. Okay, really, it's a beautiful studio. It should be... Um, you have the best view, which is not out that way. <laughs> yeah, we have Tel Aviv and construction. Um, so you have the most focused, uh, the most focused position there. Love Shout that. out to Think Up for this podcast studio. You guys are awesome. Really wonderful, really comfortable, and uh, and for the water, Think Up. So Revital, as we go through your story a little bit, I want you to explain to us sort of where you came from, and maybe some um, early early indicators that this was going to be something that you were going to do maybe when as you were a child or growing up and how uh, content creation maybe in the world of going down towards in the YouTube world um, where did that where did that start from where are the early indications of that all right wow I think I'm going to answer those in uh, three or four different parts so for anybody who's listening to this podcast, my name is Ravital Moses. Check out her YouTube channel. It's going to be in the show notes. Hey. It's awesome. It's Thanks. fun. <laughs> because if you've never seen Indian stuff, you check it out. And I, I am born and brought up in India. And I made Aliyah, which is moving to Israel about three years ago. So I grew up in India, pretty much Indian, but also Jewish. So I had like best of both being Indian and Jewish. Um, and it was like, it was different for me because unlike my Hindu friends, I was celebrating Hindu festivals as well as Jewish festivals. And, uh, I would like to say I grew up pretty much educating all my friends because, because the Jewish community is so small in India, I always had to educate my friends where I come from, where are my roots from, or why do we celebrate, uh, Rosh Hashanah and, uh, why do we keep Shabbat? It was uh, it was tough, I guess, because I always had to explain why I did a certain thing. You know what I mean? And I grew up, I came on Taglith, because why not? I mean, it's my birthright. So yes, there is a birthright trip from India, if you guys didn't know. And uh, I had the best day, 10 days of my life. And then I extended my trip uh, because I have, it was 2016. And uh, I extended my trip uh, to spend time with my cousins and family who live here. And I decided that I'm never going to make Aliyah to Israel. I mean, it's, it's a great place, 
for a vacation, but I think I didn't really resonate with the culture so much when I extended my stay. And I was pretty sure that I was either going to stay back in India or either move to the States or or Australia. Um, and then I think I don't I think um, there was a phase where I was not very sure what I was going to do. So my so okay context. Families in India are very close. So when families take decisions, I mean it's not your decision. Everybody takes a decision. So this wasn't my decision coming to Israel. It was my parents' decision, and I was like. I did resist initially because I was like, I'm not going to Israel. I mean, let's go to some other place, you know. Um, but then eventually my sister and I said, okay, yala, let's go. I mean, your 20s is when you can explore. And if you don't like, you can just go back. And that's that's how we all landed up in Israel. Um, okay, content creation. So I started watching YouTube videos in fact, I started following somebody. I don't know if you guys know her name is Lily Singh. She is an Indian immigrant who moved to Canada and she started to make content on YouTube when, uh, I mean, she started to make videos because she was depressed. So this was like her way of channelizing that energy and she just blew up. Right now she's at 14.5 million subscribers on YouTube and now she hosts uh Canada's Got Talent. Uh, anyway, like back then, I used to watch her videos and uh, it was fun because she made relatable content. And I attended her her show uh, in India. She was touring and her first show was in India. I saw her on stage and I was like, this is what I want to do. Um, but I didn't know what content to create because in terms of personality, I'm nothing like her. Um, and I felt like I didn't know what to create so I just kept that at the back of my mind but didn't really take an action uh, towards what I could create. Uh, Fast forward to making Aliyah. I had nothing to do because we made Aliyah four days before the first lockdown in Israel and I was like I it was a depressing time for me because I was missing home and uh, I was like if I have to explore this country I need to be motivated. I need to have an end goal. That could be creating videos about Israel from the eyes of an Indian immigrant. That's how I started to create videos. And I started my YouTube channel, which is, I think, almost two years old now. And it's been a journey. Like when you start, it's uh, it's hard. It's hard, you know, because at the end of the day, everybody, I mean, yes, it's a process. You enjoy creating videos, editing videos, but you also sometimes need validation from your viewers. I felt like I didn't get that initially because I feel like Israel wasn't ready to see uh, a brown girl make videos on Israel. But I think that changed because I was educating people through my videos about Indian culture. So I think it's better than what it was when I started. But now I, I can I can see that the Israeli audience, not the Indian. I mean, the Indian audience does respond because I'm Indian, but it's nice to see that Israeli audience um, connect with me on that level. It's very interesting. Um, and what Aaron was mentioning before about a one-sided conversation, um, I, I've seen your videos and they're 
a lot better than my videos because you actually take time to script them and edit them. I don't. I point and shoot. Um, probably get to editing somehow sometime but um maybe if he hangs out with me enough or you exactly (laughs) you guys will rub off on me but um what you mentioned about validation that's super interesting uh because my personal um and again this isn't about me but my personal thoughts about social media especially and social media includes youtube is you're putting it out there and not i personally i don't expect anything if I get one post impression, I, I, I actually have a screenshot on my on my um, homepage, a one post impression, I'm happy. If I get a message, great. If we do business from it, even better. But I'm I have like zero expectations, so anything that actually happens, I'm happy. That being said, what are you when you do have this? What motivates you to have this? one-sided conversation i think for me personally i mean it's great to be employed but i think it's great to be it's even better to be self-employed um i see that as my goal um and we all know like israel is expensive so you need to pay your bills and all of that but i think that shouldn't stop you from also having a full-time job and also having a side hustle because you never know your side hustle might turn into something big and you can eventually switch to your dream, career, whatever, you know, as it unfolds. So that's my motivation. And I also wanted to, as I I don't want to say the only brown person, there are a lot of Indians in Israel, but how many Indians do you see on the internet making content in Israel? And before I miss this, I don't want to add, like, is is your target demographic Indians in India about Israel or the Israelis about India? It's a mix of both because I um, grew up Indian, but I had a lot of questions about um, Israel and, you know, because, again, people are unaware. Yes, the news covers what it has to cover, but we live in Israel. We know what really goes on. So I also want to educate my fellow Indians about what Israel is actually made of. And I want to educate Israel about what Indians are made of or what India is like. So it's like a mix of both. Building bridges. Yes. That's also, when it comes to communication, it's such a hard thing. Like when I when I speak to you, I can speak to you as a business owner. Right. I can speak to you as an immigrant. I can speak to you as a Jew. And we have these all these different parts of us. We're multifaceted. I believe I'm pretty unique. You're obviously unique. Everyone's, everyone has their unique you know, thing, but we, can, we come together in certain areas. So when you're doing cre- content creation, just to, ju- to piggyback off of that conversation, is like, how hard is that to define yourself as, I'm the Indian who speaks about Israel, or I'm the Israeli who speaks about India, or right when you start talking to a certain audience, you then have to define yourself as, I am this. And is that a challenge for you, or maybe it just comes easier? I think it's just that we are so used to uh, keeping ourselves or like ticking boxes, we don't have to do that. I mean, you can be Indian and Israeli and Jewish and a dancing artist at the same time. That's the best answer. Um, so I feel like... What type of dance? Indian? <laughs> Indian. I also, I do like Indian Anybody as well as Anybody watching the video, you got to get this. <laughs> should have some lessons in I Israel, should. Sure. I definitely should. <laughs> 
We're loading up his, his lessons, his yeah. editing lessons. Now he's going to have uh, Indian dance lessons. I'll go for Indian dance over editing it's any day of the week. It's the best thing ever. It's the best thing ever. Trust me. You'll have a good experience. And uh, coming back to that, um, I just feel like, I mean, the audience will try to put you in a box, but you don't have to put yourself. It's fine to, to be um, things that you want to be. That's how... I'll answer it. I, I think that's the best because um, I think the reason what's going to hold me back through my content is the fact that I'm, you know, trying to fit these boxes or trying to smoothly play within the boxes, but it's boxes. Right. And I think that's something beautiful that there's no boxes with you. It's I'm this and this and this, and therefore I'm going to create content for this. And if you don't like it, that's fine because I also do this and I also do that. Right. That's, that's the beauty of it. That's where I see, um, I see it going further. Interesting. I, I think event. I mean, in the beginning, because you're a, let's say you're a small creator, it's easy to try so many things and then you know what works for you and then you can niche it down. And then if you like it, great. If you don't like it, just try and switch to something else. That's what that's what I'm trying to do. Like startups pivoting. Right. Yeah, it makes sense. It's interesting because I think a lot of people I've been thinking about this a lot, like identity. Mm -hmm. Like, what is your identity? And then what does that give you? What do you give it? And first of all, what you're doing about building bridges, that's fantastic. I'm always about building bridges. Um, and uh, I think that I think I, th I think you should start hosting people on your on your platform to to build that bridge and, and to let other people see that, because I think it's amazing. Um, and regarding like it, it's. It's interesting because I, I see a lot of people. Somebody asked me recently, like, what, what is your identity? And I didn't have, uh, I usually, I'm very, very rarely speechless. Um, and I didn't have a quick answer. And a quick answer doesn't really help. So when you, once you start thinking about your identity, then you can also think about what, can you, what value you can give to your audience and to your people. Um, and what Aaron mentioned before, which I think is very, very true, is a lot of people don't fit into boxes. And you mentioned, you said that it's, and I think it's really smart. I think we all need some vari like variable of a box. Right. We don't necessarily have to fit into it. The greatest line that I think I've ever heard in my life is like, don't go in a box. You're going to be going there after 120. Like, anyways, just don't go there now. Um, and you know but, what's the the thing about boxes? You're limiting yourself. Yeah, like get out of it. Be limitless. Yeah, love that. Also, just one thing you mentioned in your initial story, your origin story, which will have a spinoff TV show. That you mentioned, you saw yourself always as an educator, educating, telling your friends, um, and that that hit home for me because I I speak to a lot of podcasters and I say, you're not a business owner who's talking about the business. You are educating your, you know, your audience about these things that they're missing. So whether it be consecration, communication, podcasting, um, what, whatever you see yourself as an educator and that's a mindset switch. And now you're like, wow, I want to, I want to teach. I want to, um, and there's levels to, to how, how you teach, you know, you stand in front of a room, you give a Ted talk or a classroom or a lecture or a podcast or a YouTube video or a YouTube short, you're teaching, you're educating, you're, you're bringing something up. And I thought you mentioned that. So I want to get back to that, that how important do you think is that, how important is that for you today that 
that point of being an educator? You meant personally or just in general? Personally. Okay. Through your content. I feel like because I grew up educating, I just felt like maybe when I come to Israel, it would be a lot more easier because I'm Jewish. But hey, because I come from India, I don't think people are aware about Indian Jews. So I had to end up educating all my Israeli friends as well. And sometimes it can be exhausting because especially when you're moving to a new country, you don't want to, I mean, things are already hard. And then educating can be like, brain draining at the same time so you just want to make those connections you don't want to explain at all times you just want to have those connections and you want friends to understand what you're going through crib about things you know what i mean um don't talk to me check out the youtube channel <laughs> oh interesting it's draining also to be an educator constantly be educating be teaching be showing be that's that's draining for you yes but i mentally prepared myself because i knew that if i wanted to grow my channel this is something that i will have to do for both my indian friends and my israeli friends because hey i mean social media just recently blew up and not everybody like let's say not all indians have visited israel and not all israelis have visited india so there will yet. be yet yes hopefully soon and again like israel being a country of immigrants let's say okay let's make this easy a lot of israelis after the army they go to india for a big trip but israel also has a lot of immigrants from other countries who have not been to india so i'm like you're oh talking to two of them right 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 see that's what i said and uh it's tough sometimes because yeah, like I said, it's exhausting. You don't want to... I mean, sometimes you just want to be yourself and like... You want people to understand. But again, I come from India. This is something that I will have to do, hopefully only for a couple of years, so that I can talk about other things as well. Because I would love to do that. But uh, again, I'm proud where I come from. And if it takes educating my friends about where I come from, I'll do that. Once you I, think that, yeah. I think that mindset is the key, though, because you don't um, so many people don't see them as educators. So many people are, you know, stifle themselves and hold themselves back with what what do people want to hear from me? Right. So the fact that it doesn't it doesn't always have to be, you know, Indian culture, or Jewish culture is or culture, the mix of the two. But the fact that you have this mind, this this mindset that people do want to hear what I said, just like they wanted to hear about that. Maybe now they want to learn about startups or maybe now it could turn or building or anything. Right. Right. It could turn because you have that mindset of people want to listen to me. People like to hear what I have to say. True. What do you what do you want to be talking about? Like you said, maybe in a few years you would want to be talking about other things. What's the ultimate? What, what, what do you what would you love to talk about? And it's no, no pressure if you don't want to answer. We're basically talking about talking. Got it. So I think for me, there are, are a couple of things. For example, I only recently, recently, I would say like three years ago after I made Ali, I got into spirituality because that's what was keeping me sane. And I'm not talking about being religiously spiritual. I'm talking about in terms of the universe and the soul and stuff like that. And that really changed my life. And this is something that I really want to talk about. Um, that's one. Second is how important it is for a woman to be financially independent and not just financially independent, emotionally independent. Like, yes, you have your community, you have your family, but at the end of the day, I think your 
independent, independent. You know what I mean? And it's tough to uh, grow up uh, in India as a woman because there are a lot of expectations and do this, wear that, speak like that, sit like that. And um, I feel like I went through that. And I have so many things to share about it. And now, to be honest, like, Israel has changed that for me because there are no expectations. I can just be myself. People accept me the way I am. And I want to be able to share that story and inspire, let's say, other women from communities that are a little more conservative and who want to get out of it. You know what I mean? So these are things I want to talk about. Um, but I just feel like it is not the right time because I don't have that audience or enough audience who would listen to me. Isn't I that think, putting yourself in a box? But well, not yet. I mean, it's on my list, but there are certain goals that I want to achieve and then speak about it. I just feel like right now, I like what I'm doing. Again, I don't want to do everything in one year. If I see myself as a, a creator, I want to be able to lay it out, uh, um, let's say, in the next five years or 10 years. You don't have to do everything in a span of one year. So... That's like my long-term goal. It's super interesting. I'll tell you, um, a, a lot of people have reached out to me over the years and they've asked me, what can you talk about for an hour? And not only talk about for an hour, but you start out and yeah, I'm redhead, gingy, I'm like all hyped up and I got it and it's going. And what would you be even more energized when you're done? And it sounds like, so, so that basically what they're asking is, what are you so passionate about that it doesn't make a difference how long you're talking about it? You're still full. Your battery is charged. And from what it sounds like, you're really passionate about that, which might be, might be the right time. I'll take that as a, a sign and maybe start making more videos on uh, spirituality and uh, woman empowerment. <laughs> if you listen... I want to push back though on that and, and, and engage you also in this conversation. Like, um, it's true. It might be putting yourself in a box, but it's just like, if you simplify conversation, you don't walk into a room and say, uh, you know, meet somebody for the first time and start talking about, you know, liberating or talk about, um, you know, finances or I'm talking about the bigger conversations here that you mentioned, like, or spirituality, you, you got to warm up the audience. I think the conversations we create through, on social media have to have some sort of resemblance of that as well. You can't just wake up one day and say, okay, now there's people, uh, now there's people who want to listen to me. Let me talk about anything. There's a bit of a warm up. You got to get them in through this and then you sprinkle in a video, however it's done through social media or through YouTube, but it, it's not as much putting you in a box. It's just, when's the right time? I think that's an important, important note. Like there are times to now broaden and open and, and, this woman, Lily, that you mentioned, but any YouTuber, you see that their content progresses and changes over time. Oh, but if they, you can ask if they wanted to start, why don't they just start with that content if that was something they were passionate about because they weren't confident, they didn't have the audience. And, and I think more than putting yourself in a box, I think it's a conversation about how we communicate, how we, com how we have conversations. Right. Just like in a room, you do it slowly and work your way up. That's true. I take it back. Yeah, so it's that, that's a very good point. Um, what is easier for you to create a, a YouTube video or to have a conversation in a room? I think it's both. I like the combination of both because sometimes um, 
you want to talk to an audience virtually. So that helps me create content on YouTube or let's say other channels. But sometimes like I'm the kind of a, like I'm the kind who loves to sit like this in person and speak because the energy flow is so different. You can't translate that in a video. So I like a mix of both. I, like I said, I like to keep it balanced. I don't like to go too extreme. So it's a mix of both for me. Is there a different art in the two? In the editing, producing something, something well produced and a more of a raw conversation? Do you see them both as an art or one is more of an art for you? Um, I think the in-person conversations, I don't think as an, it as an art, it's more like a flow than an art. Edit, when it comes to creating videos, I think that's more of an art because it requires technicality as well as a creative brain. That's what I think. And um, here's the, f the funny part. I used to hate editing. Like, hate is an understatement. I was like, I would rather hire an editor than to sit on a complicated software for hours and struggle with so many layers and then go crazy with it. But then I was like, I need to start being in uncomfortable situations to get to a point where I want to be. So that's how I got into editing videos. And now it's therapy for me because... I got over the initial, let's say the hard part, where you learn everything, where everything is so overwhelming. There are so many layers, the audio, video, um, what else, effects. Literally so many layers. When you, I'm thinking about a, a digital right. audio workspace, you're, saying, you're looking at like 5, 10, 20 layers. Right, right. you know I'm what I'm talking I'm still thinking about. about how much I hate editing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you, it, you grow, uh, what do you say? You start to love it as and when you get better at it. That's what I would like to say. And uh, yeah, so I think content creation is more of an art than an in-person. In-person is more like flow and exchange of energy. Okay. Unscripted. Unscripted, yes, totally. So interesting. This is so, it's, this ties into everything because like you said, the spiritual, um, if people who are familiar with the physical, the metaphysical, and they know how energy works, it, it, it fits. Um, and when you're giving out a video, you're giving out energy. Right. You're not necessarily getting back energy, which sure. goes back to like what you said. If somebody gives you a like, that's giving you, that's giving back some energy, which is interesting. I think I mentioned this to you, um, Arn, uh, the currency of social media yeah. is likes and comments. And if for you, and it literally, it's it literally free is, to give. It, it, you you liking and commenting on my LinkedIn post gets it out to more people, gets it to more people, I get more clients. Money. Exactly. Like, now, for you, it's free. So if when you're, if imagine if you're walking through the streets and there are people who are there and they might be standing there with their hands out and they might not be, they might just be there, and you're literally just giving out money. And that's what social media is. And like you, and it, it really fits, I think, with the like what you said, the flow. People who are un who who understand karma, the more good you give out. Oh, for sure. But that's I think there's an art to creating that. That's where I'm. That's where I'm pushing back on you. To creating that energy flow, to creating that that conversation flows, and that it works well, and that it doesn't need to be edited is also a bit of a skill, and maybe even possibly an art. I think what Chaim said about um, likes and comments being like a also being 
a part of receiving energy is something that I really liked. I never thought about it that way. But the thing about social media right now is because like it's so much external validation that you sometime might just bog, get bogged down by it and you eventually might stop making content. With conversations, again, like I, I don't think this would be the right thing to say, but not instant gratification, but you get an instant response to what you might say and beautiful the nod beautiful the, nod, the, the, the flow of conversation 100 percent. and it's what's interesting is like um somebody went through like a bunch of different types of content creators and it said okay so if you like x y and z then you should do youtube videos if you like this then you should have and like for me personally it like what came out is i should live stream because then I can engage with the audiences. And I personally, I love getting up on stage, talking to people, talking at people, talking to people, listening to people, getting heckled. It's all, it's all part of the, the energy. Getting heckled is probably the best way to turn me on. It's fantastic. It's, it's like it gets you in the zone. It sharpens you. It makes you, it makes you better. And I think like what you said about, about people getting bogged down, I think it's um, super important when people base all of their self-worth off, off of likes and comments. And this happens on Instagram a lot, very, very yeah. sadly, very, very sadly. When that stops, people, they, 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 they get depressed. Some people get suicidal, which is terrible. It's really, really terrible, especially teens. Um, don't base your self-worth off of like, likes and comments, okay? Um, but um, what I'm saying is, like, that, that's why I said in the beginning, I go in with absolutely no expectations. I'm actually doing a 100-day challenge, the post challenge. Um, we're going to start it hopefully in the next week or two. It's going to be awesome. One of the things that it'll do to, to, to people's brains is that it, um, you get over the, the, the likes or comments because it doesn't matter. I posted today. I'm good. I post tomorrow. If this post gets a bunch of likes and comments, great. I still have to post tomorrow. It doesn't matter anymore. When you keep on posting like that, you have that consistency. And then what I've seen is when you do it for 100 days straight, it gets stuck in your brain. Uh, habit forming and all of that stuff if you do it for three months, et cetera, et cetera. But if you do that consistently, then you don't care as much. You're giving out your message. And um, I think... Yeah, the world definitely has to hear your message. I have to say, I did follow your 100-day challenge, but I didn't know the reason why you were doing it, and you shared it today. So thank you for saying that. I was like, oh my gosh, that's why. Because, I mean, I didn't see it that way, you know, to get over the fact that it, it doesn't matter how many likes you get, how many comments you get. It's about completing a 100-day challenge, and uh, you're good. Can we I challenge guess. you? Um, on YouTube, yes. But if you're asking LinkedIn... 100 videos. 100 days every day? Oh my every gosh, day. that'd be so cool. <laughs> I, I think I'm up for that. I think we should start with like a 100-day shorts challenge because that, that's Perfect. easier to make. It doesn't matter. But Shorts, long doesn't matter what you what? post. But guess what? The day I move to uh, working for YouTube full-time, I'm up for a long-form uh, content challenge. Like 100-day long-form 
uh, video challenge. Do you know how long it takes to... Uh, well, okay, so, well, I'm sure so two separate does. things. <laughs> I, so interesting. So I, I saw this, um, this amazing content creator and she was sitting with Yoel Israel and he asked her, and this is, we're talking about Revital here, and he asked her how long it takes her to script a video. Oh my gosh. And what was it? Two, three days? Yeah, I mean, again, it depends on what type of video I'm creating. Like, okay, an example. If I'm going to create a video about um, how to apply for an Israeli tourist visa, yes, it does take some time because people are going to look at this video and follow a procedure. That's legit information you're putting out. So it has to be well scripted, well researched, uh, researched and uh, it, ha- it needs to have a flow. Like ta-ta-ta-ta-ta, and hopefully you should get an Israeli tourist visa. Compared to a reaction video, I mean, I don't think it has to be scripted because that's where you have your impromptu reactions and that's what the audience enjoys. So, yes, that's the difference. Are there enough Bollywood movies for those reactions? Um, There are tons. If you didn't know, India is uh, the only country that... I wouldn't say the only country, but is on the top of the list of creating... uh, a number of movies per year. It's crazy. Amazing. So just as we end here, this is this is incredible, and uh, I appreciated this this way of looking at communicating your message and being being in charge of your your how you're educating your audience. And I want to ask you, who are people that you follow? Maybe three top people, uh, be it YouTube or LinkedIn or Instagram, that make you better. That make you better at what you do, make you better at content creation, make you better at communication, which you're incredible, make you better at, at any anything that you do. What are uh, what are three people that? All right, that's tough because I have a long list. Although, okay, these are the three people that I mean, I do have people who I follow for content creation specifically, like the style and the way they speak. But these three people are majorly f- that motivate me on on a on a daily basis. So number one is, I think we all know him, Gary Vee. I mean, I love the fact that he's straight up and like he doesn't beat around the bush. This is it. And I love the fact that like even if he is, I don't want to say old, but like I'm a millennial. Obviously, he, he doesn't fit in my generation. But the fact that he speaks my language really resonates with me. So that he's one. Second is, I don't know if you guys know him. Uh, his name is Jay Shetty. He was a former monk uh, in India, and now he's a motivational speaker. Um, he talks about how to have an approach of a monk in 2023 and moving forward. You know, like you can combine the brain of a monk and use it for your daily life. Amazing. And number three is... Um, Ranveer Alabadia. I mean, he was from, I mean, today, like he, he's known as uh, Beer Biceps. He started with uh, a fitness channel five years ago and he transformed it into a podcast channel right now. And he, um, I don't know how to call it. He is, he runs the, Indi- he, he runs India's top podcast channel. Um, and I think he's ranked like number one. Um, and he, I, I love the fact that 
he changed a fitness challenge uh, channel into a podcast channel that's number one i love the transition that's one and number two the kind of guests he brings to the podcast you have a lot of variety it's not like just cricketers or bollywood stars or spiritual you know it's not focused he brings everybody and anybody he can of a certain caliber that can share and who can share about their experiences and influence his audience in a positive way so yeah, beautiful those are my top three um and i think one takeaway that i had here which amazing thank you Ravital, for 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 being here is everything is flow yes for everything sure. is flow so the the communication it's always about flow videos are about flow because but but it's delayed flow because you have to put it out there and then receive it which it's a whole nother topic for delayed gratification which we should definitely get into but not right now um amazing thank you so much for joining us we really appreciate you taking your time and uh, being here with us awesome thank you for having me and uh Trust me, this is going to be the best podcast ever. Ever. Thank you for listening to another episode of The Art of the Conversation, where we're having conversations about having conversations. What tips, tricks, what works, and what doesn't work. Um, We hope you enjoyed this episode. And in the show notes, you're going to see a link to our LinkedIn post. Please go and... Join us in the conversation. Tell us what you like. Tell us what you didn't like. Feel free. Offer some other things we should talk about. Join the conversation. 